Bowl for VBS or DBS. Let's just call it DBS because we're replacing the vacation with the doodle. Doodle Bible School. And here we are. Here I are. Here he are. Here you are. Here we are. How about that? We're all together. Thank you for being with me this morning. We're going to travel into Genesis this morning. Further into Genesis. We're actually going to transition into a new major character. You're going to like it, I think. Here we go. <clears throat> all right. Basic Bible. Great for homeschool, Sunday school, etc. And as I've already mentioned, we are dealing with generally Genesis. And as I've already somewhat alluded to, new major character. I'm going to give you a hint. Starts with a Joe and ends with a Seth. <laughs> Can you? Joe, Seth. Say it. Joseph. That's it. That's it. Way to go. All right. That's who we're dealing with. Segment number one. <clears throat> we always in segment number one, we try to see that. We always try to do some doodletation. So I always try to get my doodletator and my doodle and I'm ready to go. You see what I'm saying? I gotta take that thing off because it sticks sometimes. You ready? You got yours? Here we go. Alright, by way of review, we don't have a lot to review. We've only done one chapter so far. Chapter 36. Do you remember what happened in chapter 36? Yeah. <clears throat> remember? Jacob and Esau are gonna go their separate directions. But the main thing to remember about chapter 36 is that's that's Esau's chapter, Esau's history. That's the, the main key for that one. All right, in chapter 30, I thought 37 was pretty cute. I actually drew that myself. That's not a Gabriel. Gabriel, as you know, is very professional. That's not a Gabriel. You can probably even tell it's not even a Gabriel, but that's a Sonny. And I actually thought I did a pretty good job on that one. Can you guess what? Well, it's already said right there. Guess what's going to happen in chapter 37? We're going to transition into Joseph. So it's kind of interesting that up to 35, Jacob was our main character. 36, his brother Esau gets a whole chapter. 37, the rest of the book is about Joseph. And so that's kind of an interesting dividing point if you wanted to use that for yourself. All right, here we go. Hey, it says my parents are watching next door in their little cabin. Thank you, Mom. Appreciate you watching. All right, 37. Remember how I told you to square off a three? It's not easy or not hard. Remember, you just kind of outline it that way. And then you take out the middle. Isn't that cute? <laughs> and look, we got a three. Now, we got to draw a shirt, okay? The shirts aren't really that hard, okay? Just kind of go whoop, and then give us a little thing in the middle, because that's going to be where your neck sticks out, and then go a whoop. See, a whoop and a whoop. See what I got there? Okay. And then go whoop, and then go back up here on both of them. We're going to whoop and whoop. <laughs> you see the whoopings we're doing there? All right, now we got to give the body of the shirt. All right, let's give it some buttons. Take out the part of the three we overlapped there. You see what I got going there? All right, now we want to go ahead because the, the hanger, see, you can see the hanger up here, okay? we got to have a hanger coming up here like this, and then it's going to do the loop because it's it's hanging. You see? it's a <laughs> And then you got the little tag here, and you can write sold on it if you want to, all right? But here's the main part, all right? It's the seven. So you want to emphasize this, all right? So make this a little wider and a little darker because you want to emphasize the 37. That's not too bad. We did pretty good. I didn't do the thing here, but you guys, I told you, you guys could do that on your own if you wanted sold. <laughs> That's not bad. It's one of the better ones we've done, actually. I'm, I'm pretty proud of you guys. Ready to go. All right, so 37. Guess what's going to happen in 37? Joseph is sold by his brothers. So you're saying to yourself, well, what in the world? What does that have to do with a shirt hanging or a coat hanging there? 
coat of many colors. That's what we remember Joseph for, right? He's going to get sold off because the brothers are jealous about his coat, about his dreams, about the way their dad's treating him, etc. Okay, so I thought that was pretty, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute little clue there. I think you're going to remember that one. I do. I really do. All right, moving on. <clears throat> so, if I were to test you over segment number one, I would ask you about my cute little cute clue. And I would say to yourself, what's the theme of 37? Well, go ahead, draw it in your mind. You got the three, and then the seven. What is that? Oh, that's the armpit of the shirt, or the coat of many colors. <laughs> you get it? The armpit. See, right there, is a, that's the pit right there. And that's the arm that comes out there. So, that's the armpit. I don't know why they call it that. I guess it's the pit where the arm goes. Interestingly enough, in this very chapter, Joseph will be thrown into a pit. We can connect them. The seven is a pit, and he's thrown into a pit. Now you're never going to forget 37, ever. <laughs> okay, 37, you got that one, right? Can you doodle the clue? Clearly you can. I just held it up. No, I'm not bending down there and getting it again. You've already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's be silly. Love this kid. He needs to, I don't know, close his mouth every once in a while. You're going to get flies in there, buddy. How do you stop an astronaut's baby from crying? And by the way, there should be a thing right there, right? Because that's to make that possessive, an astronaut's. See what I'm saying? And I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Apostrophe. <laughs> that's. I couldn't remember what the word was. Here, we can do it. Watch. I'll do this. We're going to make ourselves a yellow apostrophe, guys. Here it is. <laughs> you see? Oh, you can't see it very well. All right, here. 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 Just hang in there. Hang in there. How's that? <laughs> How do you stop an astronaut's baby from crying? Can't say I've dealt with a lot of astronauts' babies, but let's just deal with it for this morning because you never know. You could one day be babysitting, and there enough, that's that baby belongs to an astronaut. What you gonna do? Because it's crying. How do you stop an astronaut's baby from crying? Well, clearly, you rock it. <laughs> Get it? Rocket? That's not really how you spell. Well, that's how you spell the rocket. But to rock it would be R O C K space I T. <laughs> but not rocket because it's an astronaut. Did you get it? <laughs> Look. He, he's kind of got the apostrophe in his armpit. <laughs> There's that word again. It's going to come up again because of Joseph. We're going to take that off, everybody. You feel better? Okay. All right. So that's the joke. I thought it was cute. All right, moving right along. What we got next is going to be segment number two, and we're going to make a memory stick something right in there and hope it doesn't come out. <laughs> make a memory. Okay, here we go. Remember, <coughs> sorry, when we memorize something, there's two things that we do. Now, I need to explain these guys because I don't know what we're going to do with them. Now, Joseph will eventually get a wife. I guess this could be Joseph and his wife later on, but right now it's nobody. Because <laughs> remember, Jacob, he's still alive, but his wife's passed away. So what do you do? We'll just pretend that these are just simple people out on the sand dunes of wherever, and they're talking to each other about memorizing the Bible. That's what we'll do. Okay, so here we go. This guy says to that lady, hey, here's what we got to do. To memorize this verse, we need to say each line five times. The Midianite, that's how you say that. Midianite. Let's say it five times. 
the whole line. Now, we, we, let's, the Midianite traders, 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 the Midianite traders. I don't know how many times that was, but I really got into a roll there. <laughs> the Midianite traders. <laughs> Anyhow, they passed by and they drew Joseph out of that pit. Oh, there's that word. And they lifted him up and said they're going to sell him. Okay, so that's, that is your memory verse, all right? So say each line five times. If that doesn't stick in your gourd, then do this one. Write it down on some sticky notes, leaving out key words, put them all over the house. And that way, whenever you pass by, you'll have to say it, and then it's going to be really funny. And your mom's going to love you because you got, you got little sticky notes. They're all over the place. See? They're just sticking everywhere, all over the house with the memory verse on them. And mom's going to say, oh, I'm so thankful that we have sticky notes all over our house. <laughs> Probably not, but she'll still love you. Anyhow, that's the way you're supposed to do that if you're going to try to remember the memory verse. All right, moving on. So, for segment number two, here's the questions that I would ask to prepare you for the final test. What did the captors... Not what... That's not even close to what. That's where. Where did the captors take Joseph? I don't think I read that part of the memory verse, but if you'll read that part of the memory verse, you'll know that part of the memory verse, and it'll tell you the answer to our question because it's in the memory verse. <laughs> read the verse. There it is right there. Can you quote the memory verse? <clears throat> Probably not yet. I certainly can't. <laughs> the Midianite traitors. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, I love my... He just can't hardly wait. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Another silly. Another silly with Sonny. And see, he's just running to be. I think he needs a little weight. <laughs> you can tell. His belly is almost as long as his legs. <laughs> but he likes sillies. And so I like him. Didn't we give him a name last time? Does anybody remember? I don't even remember. I probably change the name every day. Anyhow. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Another silly. Here's your silly. You ready? Here we go. All right. What do you call the sound that a woolly mammoth makes? Now, spoiler alert here, when I click the clicker, you're going to get the answer. And then a woolly mammoth, cute little woolly mammoth, he's going to appear right here. So keep your eye right here, okay? What do you call the sound that a woolly mammoth makes? You call it a blast from the past. <laughs> I don't know. And see, is that the cutest little woolly mammoth you ever saw all your life? He called it a blasting. He's blasting. You know, I, I try, you know how it sounds like a trumpet when a, uh, 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 what do you call those things? Elephant blast? It's a blast, but he's a woolly mammoth. That's like way back there in history, right? Pre-flood stuff. Blast from the past. <laughs> he likes it. He's still running towards us. He doesn't seem to get any closer, though. Maybe it's because of his big belly. He just, he's having trouble. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Segment number three, as we return now to the ponderation of passages from the little man who's sitting by the pond saying, hum, pondering the passage. All right, let's, let's think about this passage for a moment, all right? Here's the passage that you have in front of you. I know it's in front of you because it's in front of me, because I'm standing with it behind me, but you don't know this. While it's behind me on the screen, it's also in front of me on another screen because in front of me is a computer that tells me what's behind me on the screen. Are you confused? <laughs> Here's our ponderation of the passage. 
So when Joseph came to his brothers, <clears throat> they stripped him of his robe and the robe of many colors that he wore. Yeah. Uh, backstory. Dad has sent Joseph to check on his brothers. And so he's gone on a, quite a journey. To, in fact, he couldn't find them at first, and he had to get directions. But eventually he, he shows up. And as they see him coming, they're not happy. They don't like Joseph because he's had dreams that indicate that they're going to one day serve him. They don't like Joseph because he got this coat of many colors from Dad. They don't like Joseph because he's clearly the favorite son. It's that they don't like Joseph. Get it? They just don't like Joseph. In fact, they hate him. And so they concoct this plan. You know, okay, now what are we going to do when he gets here? You know, it's kind of like how, well, maybe if you grew up in a bigger family, you know what I'm talking about when you pick on your little brother or sister. Well, this goes way beyond that. It's not just being kind of even mean. They're going to be cruel. They're going to do a horrible, horrible thing to, to Joseph here in just a second. But anyhow, when he got there, they were mean to him, and they stripped his robe right off his back. Took it right away from him. And then they took him and they threw him into a pit. <laughs> There's the word. Remember, we told you that's how you remember the seven and the three, uh, the 37 number in there. They threw him in a pit. That's not a funny thing because they put him way down. And you know, he had to be scared to death. You know, what are you guys doing? You're my brothers. You shouldn't be doing that to me. The pit was empty and there was no water in it, but he's still down and he's trapped down in there. Wasn't very nice at all, was it? But it's going to get worse. Then they sat down to eat. So Joseph's in the pit, feeling all blue and rejected. and what? They're going to have lunch. Really? And looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels bearing gum, balm, myrrh, and on their way, carrying it to down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers. So that's an important one to remember. It's Judah who is going to say, hey, we can make a profit off of our little brother if we sold him to the Ishmaelites. Can you imagine? So Judah says to his brothers, what profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him for he is our brother and our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then Midianite traders passed by, and they drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit. There's another. And sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. So who did they sell him to? Ishmaelites. How much did they get? 20 shekels of silver. And it says these, these people took Joseph to Egypt. And so Joseph's going to be sold there in Egypt. He's going to become a slave. We'll see that in the next chapter. But can you imagine brothers doing that to a, a their little brother? Actually selling him? Knowing that they're going to take our little brother off and we'll never see him again. Or at least that's what they think in their head. They will when they see him again. But they're thinking to themselves, we'll never see him again. If you read the rest of the chapter, it also goes on to talk about how they cover this up. What they're going to do is they're going to cover his coat of many colors in blood animal's blood, send it back to dad, and say to dad, looks like he got killed by a wild animal. So they're going to lie about selling their brother into a foreign land. Now, in weeks to come, we're going to talk about when the brothers have to go down to Egypt, and they find out that their little brother has now become the second in command over all of Egypt. And you can understand at this point why they would be so very scared to know that Joseph has control over their entire life. So remember, 
when we get there in the future. Remember this chapter. It's really important. All right. So five questions from that particular uh, period of ponderation, pondering the passage. There are your five questions. While you screenshot it, I'm going to get myself a little nourishment here. I love water. I love water. Did you get it? All right. Another silly. Why don't cats like online shopping? I got to be honest with you. I don't know how to do online shopping. Whenever I need something to be purchased online, I go to my wife <laughs> because I'm not smart with that kind of thing. But I'm told that cats don't like to shop online either. And I'm curious as to why in the world not. Why don't cats like online shopping? Well, it's because they prefer catalogs. <laughs> Did you get it? Per, that's what cats do. They prefer catalogs over online shopping. I know. I know. Okay, segment number four. This is where we go to asking the doing, doing, doing. Why? Why do we even care what happened in chapter 37? I'm going to tell you why, because there's a lot of stuff in there that we can apply to our day today. But there's only one thing I've got time to talk about, and so that's this right here. Are you ready? It's, there it is. They stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore. Have you ever had a really special coat? Something that, you know, maybe maybe you had to save up and buy the coat yourself. Or maybe you got it for Christmas, and maybe it's got a logo on it or something that's really, you know, cool, and you, you just really like your coat. Or another piece of clothing, or maybe a, a gym bag, or a backpack, or you know, whatever. And did you ever have somebody steal it? I've had things stolen from me, and it really hurt me. Years ago, my dad gave me a, a pocket watch that actually belonged to my grandpa. <clears throat> and while I was at a Bible college, studying to become a preacher, somebody stole my pocket watch. And I've never seen it again, and it really hurts. It really hurts to know that somebody stole something from me. How did it make you feel when you had something stolen from you? Well, here's the question that you're going to have to answer on your test. How do you learn to forgive a person who hurts you? I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it just takes time to get past it, you know. But what's the process? How do you mentally go through the steps of, okay, I need to not be feeling mad about this anymore? How do you forgive a person? That's the question that you're going to have. Because Joseph had to do it. We're going to find that in later part of our story. Joseph had to forgive his brothers. So here's your question, just as I promised. How do you learn to forgive a person who hurts you? Just a short answer is fine. You don't need to write me an entire manual. Just a couple sentences will be good. <laughs> you want to be silly one last time? Remember, this one's the squirrel guy. He's a little squirrely because he is a squirrel. And we're going to open the blinds, and there he'll be. Are you ready? Here we go. Did I tell you? He's always there, my furball friend who doesn't really like me. How do you get a squirrel's attention? Now, I thought when I put this together, I said to myself, this is the perfect question to ask our furball because he's a squirrel, right? And so I'm going to say to my squirrel, hey, squirrely squirrel, who needs a, a hairbrush? <laughs> Why don't you ever smile? You just always look at me like you don't like me. Anyhow, how do you get 
a squirrel's attention. If I wanted to get your attention, what would I do? Seems like I've got his attention. He looks at me in that glare. How do you get a squirrel's attention? Well, you act like a nut. <laughs> he says, you're nuttier than peanut butter, but I don't like peanut butter. <laughs> How do you get a squirrel's attention? You act like a nut. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Segment number five, the one you just can't hardly wait to get to, except this lady, she's not really happy. <laughs> she says, oh, joy, it's time to test. Is that the way you feel about it, too? I don't know why you would feel that way. You guys have studied hard. We've already gone through this. It's not going to be. You're, you do so good. And I even give you the answers or the book. You're allowed to have an open book. You know what I'm saying? Come on, people. Don't feel like her. Perk up and be happy. It's test time. All right, here you go. Here's your test. Look at that. We're in test number 34. There's your 10 questions. I told you that's the one you got to write me a little paragraph on. How do you learn to forgive a person who hurts you? I told you to be there. There you go. Can you screenshot that? If you can, then you are prepared because you've got all of the information for your final test. <laughs> Nobody seems to like my accents, but I do. And so as long as I do, I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> Guys, thanks for being here today. I There's your test. I hope you got it. You, it. Look, if you don't, just look. Look it up. I mean, come on. I love you. Sonny Child saying, be there. Matthew 16, 26.